remarkable, isn't it? The final piece to the puzzle. I believe so. Let's begin. Greetings from Storybrooke. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. And welcome to our spooky, haunted, scaretacular. All about the episode The Doctor, which was a very good episode, I thought. Yes, quality. Definitely quality. And uh, if if you're not familiar with the podcast, uh, it was an episode of a show that's called Once Upon a Time. But if you didn't get that from the show description or the album art. uh, How did you find us then? (laughs) How did you? We'd like to know. Leave a comment. Okay, so without any further ado, let's get into the show. All right. And this week, Regina sees a shrink, but it's a different doctor who turns her on her head. Yes, a man from another land seeks to raise the dead. And in the enchanted forest, Snow and Emma learn to trust a villain, or at least tolerate him. Oh, and did we mention the undead monster? Secrets are revealed, and there's an awful lot of training in this week's spooky episode, The Doctor. Yes, the Doctor, where we finally find out Dr. Whale's identity. Finally, we know who <clears throat> Whale is. After a season of mystery. It's a whole season of mystery. <laughs> Season's a long time. A lot happened in that season. A lot did happen in that season, yes. He slept with Snow White. Well, anyway, the f- first thing, obviously, <laughs> that we're going to talk about is Dr. Frankenstein or Dr. Whale. Bum, bum, bum. So what what did you think of his uh, fairy tale character and the reveal and everything? Um, I liked it, but I really wanted him to be Peter Pan. I really, really mm. did. I was on that bandwagon of wanting him to be Peter Pan. I don't know. It just seemed the doctor being a doctor was too in line. You know what I mean? Like nobody yeah. else sort of pulled over like that. <clears throat> So, I don't know, it was almost, it was expected but not expected? Yeah, yeah. Well, it it was a lot more expected by us than, in listeners of the show, than, you know, other people might have been expecting it. Because one of our readers wrote in a couple weeks ago. Definitely, yeah. Or readers, listeners. Listeners. (laughs) (laughs) You know, whatever you do, there might might be transcripts of this out there somewhere. Probably not. No, no I haven't done them. So <laughs> I have to apologize to my, my, for my day job. I've been doing a lot of voiceover work and stuff, and I think it's having an effect on my throat, so I'm a little scratchy today. A little scratchy, a little itchy. It, it makes them creepy for <coughs> Halloween tomorrow. But I, anyway. I, anyway, I, I really enjoyed uh, Dr. Frankenstein overall. Like, I, I thought he was a good character. I really liked it, how he was working with Rumple in the, the the whole he was like, working a lot of different angles like yeah. he's definitely got that down yeah I, I i'm wondering too since jefferson was working with the like he was working with Rumple through jefferson right. if we're going to see a lot some more uh deals struck between Rumple and jefferson i'd like to see that although i i will i will say too that jefferson uh very happy Jefferson, obviously, I think it was pre him having his daughter. Losing oh, it definitely. Well, it was definitely because that all happened after he started working for Regina. Mm-hmm. And that obviously had not happened yet in this episode. <laughs> yeah, but he, he, he was a whole different character. He it was, was so cool. happy. I liked it. Yeah. I like Jefferson, though. I like his mm-hmm. whole thing. Anyway, Dr. Frankenstein. Yeah, Dr. What you got for me? back to Dr. Frankenstein. I, I, I loved it from soup to nuts. I, I did have kind of. I don't know. I don't know what that That's is. an expression, isn't no, it? Soup to nuts? No. Continue anyway. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I have a theory on Dr. Frankenstein. You know how we were talking last week how Rumple's basically like every fairy tale character yeah. ever? Yeah. About six of them at least already. Well, I, I kind of have a feeling that they're going to, to be making the Doctor another fairy tale character too, specifically the Wizard of Oz. That'd be interesting. It would. It we, w- do, we need some Oz. Need well, flying monkey. Oz is coming. It's just a matter of time. It is Oz, yeah. But there were a lot of big clues in this episode. For instance, Jefferson, uh, I forget how he phrased it. It was something like, he's a wizard. Uh, off we go to see him. Something Which, like you that, know, yeah. Definitely, the word, to wizard see the wizard was said a good couple times. Yeah, and that's, that's you know, a direct reference to the song from the... 
see the wizard. A wonderful wonderful wizard wizard of Oz. Oz. Exactly. (laughs) Plus, his world is black and white like Kansas was right uh, at the beginning of the movie. And I, I could see a scene of, you know, the villagers chasing him off and him running away to Oz. I could see that. Yeah. But uh, in, uh, I will say, too, that's the big mystery for me is, you know, they heavily – plus I came up with the uh, the ruby slippers that Jefferson was bringing Rumple right when the he – Ruby was not said. Slippers was said. Slippers was said. Slippers I, 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 and I, a glass orb <laughs> were involved. I, I would assume ruby slippers uh, because, because they were said – making this connection. Well, they were said to transport you to another land, which that's exactly what the ruby slippers did. Yeah. In in, in in the Wizard of Oz, so I'm I'm thinking uh, you know maybe Jefferson had gone to Oz and via Oz, uh, Doctor Frankenstein's world, Dorothy, right. the whole thing, and that's how he how he ran into him, how he met him, how he knew to bring him up to Regina. Right. Well, obviously Rumple was a bit involved Trump, in that yeah, too. A little bit. Rumple's always involved. <laughs> but I and, I and I will say so. That's the big mystery for me is if he's actually. The Wizard of Oz, but I, but one mystery that a bunch of people were bringing up, which I thought was kind of bunk, was uh, who's Frankenstein's brother? He had a bro- Doctor Frankenstein in the original novel had a brother named William who was the first uh, person killed by the Frankenstein monster. So I'm assuming they're either where they are in Doctor Frankenstein's story in his land. It's either soon after the monster kills his brother. And he's trying to bring him back to life, or they're going to kind of combine the story of the monster and the story of his brother, and his brother died by some other means, and he's going to turn him into the monster. Right. But so there's no big mystery to that. There could be a story to tell, but Doctor yes. Frankenstein has a brother. We know who he is. <laughs> you know who he is. I wasn't very familiar with the story, so that's why it was a. Uh... It was a question for me. Mm-hmm. But overall, very Whatever good, else. very yeah. good, very fitting for a Halloween-themed it episode. Was very, it was perfect for Halloween. And somebody had pointed out online that people just don't do as many Halloween episodes as they used to do. Like, yeah. You know, yeah, you still have your Simpsons Treehouse of Horror and all that, but, but that's not every show is doing a super Halloween-y, creepy episode. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. you know, there's no TGIF. Doing a whole series of spooky episodes that sort of go together. Yeah, and I actually saw some people online actually complaining about that, that it was so obviously a Halloween episode. I enjoyed that. It was three days before Halloween. What do you want? Yeah. And we needed to know Frankenstein. We needed to know the doctor. It was a perfect time to reveal Frankenstein. Mm -hmm. I think it was appropriate. And they didn't, I mean, they didn't overly hit the Halloween-y aspect in Storybrooke. I think I saw about six gourds, and that's about (laughs) it. Well, and of course there was uh, the monster, but I, I... There was the... But I mean, they didn't, like, say, you know, they're going trick-or-treating or something. Yeah, they just made it a spooky episode. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. anyway. Um, I always have the fluffy stuff right after he has something big and serious. I really liked Henry and Charming and the horse and turning him into, like, a real knight, I think it was. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was so sweet. No, it was cool. It was a little, uh, it was you know, a, it was a moment. Grandfather, was, grandson bonding. It was, it was a, it was a really happy moment before the insanity, <laughs> before murder, <laughs> murder. murder. Um, but no, I really liked. I liked Henry actually being a little kid. He was like, mm-hmm. "All right, I get to ride a horse. I get to ride. Is this one mine? Is this one mine? Can I do this? Can I ride you? You're gonna tell me, right?" And then I that the horse shook his head. No, it reminded me of my <laughs> toddler who shakes his head no frequently when I ask him questions, <laughs> just like that. Um, but that you know, it was a really sweet little moment. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, one thing I, I I did notice about that though is that. Uh, Charming says to him, "Okay, I'm going to go check out what the dwarves are doing the, in the mines." He never got to the dwarves. Yeah, he he, <laughs> he he ends up downtown, and he's supposed to pick up Henry. And it it, it was kind of implied that, you know, he said you're going to do this every day before school and after school. So I was like, he didn't get to go to school. <laughs> like you forgot about him. Yeah, that was. Although who knows, it could have been a Saturday. It could have been Saturday. Yeah, we don't know. You never, like I said, a little thing. 
But I did enjoy the scene. I'm pretty sure school isn't the main thing on anyone's mind in Storybook right now. Yeah. Though they're still going. I mean, who's his teacher? His teacher's in in the Enchanted Forest right now. Mm -hmm. We really haven't got to see a whole lot of the town dealing with it. Like, I mean, we've got to see a few individual big player characters. And we did get that one scene where Regina busted in and took Henry. Right. But we really haven't got to see, you know, the town trying to... It's like they all just went back to business as usual. Yeah, they ha- they haven't really followed the advice of Charming on the back of that pickup truck in the, the initial episode from and this embracing season. embracing their, you know, both of their characters. Mm-hmm. So. so hopefully we'll see that soon. I really would like to. That would be nice. Well, no, never mind. That's spoilery. Continue. <laughs> Okay, so according to Rumpelstiltskin and according to the events we see in this episode when someone tries to break this rule, officially dead is dead is dead is dead is dead. Dead is dead. Uh, There's magic, there's powerful magic, but nothing so powerful to break the bonds of death. Definitely not. Not able to bring somebody back to who they were. Definitely. So everyone out there who wants, you know, the sheriff to come back or, you know, (laughs) or Regina's father or anybody, they're not coming back. And if they are coming back, they're coming back as a horrendous monster that's going to terrorize the town and try and kill Henry. Or it'll be a flashback. Yeah. Or a flashback. flashbacks. But, I mean, they could be a horrendous monster who tries to kill Henry in a flashback, too. Could be a horrendous monster. We we can only Voting for a flashback. (laughs) Voting for a flashback. (laughs) Um, so Captain Hook, are you really working with Emma and everybody? Or are you still working for Cora? I totally think he's still working for Cora. He's the type of guy. He's going to play every angle. He's going to play up the, I'm the cute guy that you found that survived Cora's attack. Even though I'm Captain Hook and you all know that I'm an evil, evil man. Like, I don't know. He was pretty like clear, like, or see-through. No, you think the opposite? I think he makes a compelling argument. I actually in my in my notes here for the episode I wrote down I trust Hook question mark <laughs> uh because well one he has a common enemy with Snow and Emma and all those folks in Rumple. Right. I, uh, for now, anyway. For now. I mean, Rumpel, Rumpel's changing his stripes slowly exactly, but surely. But they don't know that yeah, because they, they're in a whole different world. They've been out of the picture. Uh, they're out of town. On vacation. But in he he doesn't have like he said either way he's going to get to Storybrooke to get to Rumple right. and that's his main concern. That's true. He really he has no allegiance to Cora. You know, but you know when they mention the needing the enchanted compass or mm-hmm. whatever, they still need that with the uh, ashes that Cora collected. Yeah, yeah, and that. Obviously, part part two of the plan is to go and get those from Korra. Right. To get the ashes from Korra. But I don't know. It's just a situation where the enemy of my enemy is my friend. I I think, you know, when he was being tied, when he was tied to the tree and the ogres were coming and Emma was like, okay, we're going to leave you here. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Like, I think he was being completely sincere that, yeah, you guys helped me get back to Storybrooke. Storybrooke. you know that's fine. I I just want to kill Rumple. I uh, so I think I think he was being completely sincere. But I do see the possibility of a scene where they get the compass and they go to get the ashes, and something drama happens and, and uh, he Snow White him. and Emma lose the advantage, and he goes back over to Cora's side. I can see that happening too. That, yeah, if you know he his main concern is to get to Rumple and. Whatever's going to get him there is going to get him there. So for now, I trust him to help them on their journey up the beanstalk. Okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. As we all know, I, Daniel, Regina's true love, came back from the dead and had a moment of lucidity, and then she had to kill him. Uh, but in that moment of lucidity, he basically gave her permission to move on, to love someone else. I, I thought... I don't have too many strong candidates, but I thought you might have some strong candidates of who... Why? Because it's fluffy? Yeah, because yeah, it's, it's fluffy. I hadn't even thought about it, actually. <laughs> oh, you hadn't? I hadn't really even thought about it. I was like... Who... But, I mean, obviously, that's sort of leading it somewhere if he's going to... Who do we want to fix Regina up with? Well, the audience is going to say Emma, and that's just inappropriate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe um, Jiminy Crockett. 
I could see did that. Spend quite a bit of time with him this week, mm-hmm. pouring her heart and soul out. See, I I, I know the actor uh, Gina Carlo Esposito is on Revolution now, but I would really like to see her and the genie get together because he's he, he's he's had that. They, they, I mean, they went that way. Yeah. Kind of. Well, well I she mean, was using him. But, yeah, she you know. she was definitely using him. But he he had that. He he Where had. Did he go again. Uh, he he got arrested for the disappearance. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. But he couldn't leave Storybrooke. Hmm. Things that were never discussed. There's only one jail cell. He, he went to Revolution Land, the <laughs> land, the land over on NBC <laughs> where they don't off. have power. <laughs> That's another Dorian Jefferson's hat, Revolution Land. <laughs> NBC. <laughs> NBC. Um, yeah, they have NBC, CBS, Fox, the CW, UPN, MTV. <laughs> um, no, like I mean, I never really thought about who I'd hook Regine up with because I was too busy not liking her. <laughs> um, but now that she seems to be coming around, it's like sure, everybody deserves a love story. Do you think? With um, I mean, things are going in a decent. Jefferson would be cool, actually. Jefferson could be interesting. Yeah, because they have a history. They uh, have they, a history, but they it had, wasn't a great history. But they, if she's they had, changing... They had their problems. I mean, they, they have mutual respect for each other, though, at least for the most they, part. They unless, power. Unless one of them crosses the other and then, you know, someone gets left in Wonderland or Belle gets right. set loose from the asylum. You know, just don't make a mess. But a lot of the best relationships start out adversarily, I guess. Something like that. I well, I know it's looking really good right now, but what what if uh, her and Rumple? That'll uh, got never together? happen. I don't think so. You don't think? I don't like it. I don't like it. How about that? I don't like it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, well there's anything to it. I don't. I don't. I don't like it. I doubt there are very few people out there who would necessarily like it, but as far as being a united front against Cora and or Hook. The- I mean, they could do that. They yeah, they be united front, but I don't really see them hooking up. Yeah, probably. Oh, come on, not. he was sort of like him and Bell. Not this week, but last week, kind of mm-hmm. had you know they came to a happy place. But w- there, you know, it's like the serious couple who takes a step back and they start dating again. <laughs> but what? What do you think Hook's going to do when he shows up in Storybrooke? He's going to go after any anyone that Rumpelstiltskin loves, and that's Belle. And right. if he succeeds, I just wanted to bring it up because oh, no, it was it was then. the least likely candidate yeah, next to I don't know charming, charming or Henry or something. Yeah, it's, that's not happening. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. Sorry for hitting my mic stand there, everybody. Apologies. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, but Regina can love again. Regina can love again. Who Which will is... she love? Who will she love? Who will she love, dearie? Oh, my gosh. Anyway, so another thing that I found. <laughs> no. Sorry. <laughs> um, Kind of weird was why do they keep the hearts? Like, why? I mean, I guess that means those people are still alive. Mm-hmm. So we actually killed two people this week. Who'd she kill? How does she not? I mean, I can understand she doesn't know whose the hearts are because mm-hmm. there, there was so many of them. Yes, you are your mother. We all have those moments. But <laughs> Well, the reason they kept the hearts is exactly how, how they explained at the top of this episode. I can't yeah. remember if they came out. They've come out and stated it in the show before, but they basically gave a quick, like, two-sentence description of the science behind why they take the hearts, which is so they can control someone. Right. They can control it, but but then they're not controlling them. But they have the potential to if they need to. But she doesn't know whose heart is whose. She she knew special hearts because obviously she knew who um, the sheriff, Mm -hmm. the huntsman... She knew whose heart, where his heart was. Yeah. But she has no idea whose heart. She didn't know whose was missing that was put in Daniel, which could that have had some effect on why Daniel became such a crazy monster? 
you know, you pick somebody with a nice heart mm-hmm. that you're controlling, would you've turned into a monster? I mean, I'm sure he'd still be a monster, but yeah, would he be, you know, cray cray? I based on Doctor Frankenstein's history, I'd have to say yes, right? But you know, the, the whole keeping of the hearts thing. You know, that heart represents power over somebody. Right. So you walk into that room and, you know, in stories and in life, the more power you get, the more you want. Right. Until eventually you have a room full of hearts or metaphorical hearts, you know, if you're talking about a different kind of situation uh, that represent that power to you. And the, the more that room grows, it's indiscriminate. You. The more power you collect, the more powerful you are, the more you want. It right. feeds into each other until you have a room full of hearts and you don't know whose heart is whose. I don't know. I feel like there should have been a labeling system. Yeah, a, a, a nice Some label maker would have been nice. Yeah, she needs a label maker. You know, boys <laughs> on the side, girls on the side. Something. I don't know. Yeah, it, it would be interesting, though, if some of those hearts are still attached to some of the people in Storybrooke, though. Well, I, I, that, that could come into play definitely in a future episode or something. Yeah, I mean, I mean, somebody has to. Can they put the hearts back? Did we ever I, talk about, I mean, was that ever? Yeah, I, I don't mean, know. I mean, obviously, if, they weren't really nice people. No, no the they back. can, because last week's episode with Hook, uh, Rumble oh, was taking. Oh, the heart went back. Yeah, yeah he shoved okay. the heart back in when his wife showed up. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so they yes, can the go back. can go back. Or at least the Dark Lord can put them back. I don't know. Exactly. We don't know how. I'm sure Cora can, because yeah. she is scary. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Regina. Oh, speaking of hearts, cool. though, uh, when, when at the end, when Cora kind of embraces her evil queenness and finally becomes the evil queen. You mean Regina? Regina. Yeah. yeah. Why am I saying Cora? I don't know. She's dead uh, in that scene. <laughs> But, uh, you know, when she finally becomes the evil queen we saw in the first few episodes of the series. Right. Uh, the the woman that Rumpel is training yeah. that she takes the heart from. Yeah. Was that Esmeralda from Hunchback of Notre Dame or Notre <gasps> Dame? Oh. It looked like her. It, it was almost the exact same kind of outfit. Probably then. Yeah. yeah they it, just – they brought her in and killed her right they off. They just burned through a princess like that. But she was never yeah, one of the – She's never a popular princess. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that movie really wasn't about princesses anyway they so much. Back. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit more. Yeah. So hey, official. Esmeralda is dead and dead is dead. Poor Esmeralda. <laughs> we hardly knew ye. We didn't even know you. She was just dedicated. Anyway. 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 So back to that scene uh, with Hook tied up to the tree and, well, the whole um, situation in the Enchanted Forest. Uh, Emma's superpower, which has been kind of wishy-washy, her superpower to tell when people are lying, Mm -hmm. is kind of – it comes back in this episode and she's very confident in it. Oh, she's very confident, yeah. To the point where she pulls a knife on him and she's willing to leave him tied up and get eaten by ogres. Right. Uh, which I thought was nice to see. In uh, I heard, saw someone speculate that it's possible that maybe now that she's in a land with magic, that maybe it's gone from being just sort of like a Thanks. intuition to being more of a magical power. Maybe there's you know she's getting some sort of supernatural power towards that end too, and maybe that's why it comes seems to come on stronger than it has through most of the last half of last season. And yeah. why she's a lot more confident in it because yeah. it's not just a woman's intuition; it's a magical ability. She knows something that's up. Yeah, yeah. But okay. that was nice to see. Yes. And while we're in the enchanted forest, ah, yes, the beanstalk. Finally, we get to the beanstalk. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack. Who do we? Th- I mean, are we just? Is there a real Jack? Do you think? I I'd assume so. I'd assume so. I'd assume so. I mean, we've seen many, many a magic bean at this point. Mm -hmm. I I don't know if we would have met him yet. I don't think we've met him. Yeah. Because we're our, I mean, we're in fairytale and I feel like it would be, he'd be there. Yeah. Actually, come to think of it, are there any characters in Storybrooke who are still a mystery? Many of them. They just don't really come to the forefront. It, but I, you there's know, no main character besides like main characters who have had you know a dozen lines in an episode or something, excepting uh, the mystery man from the first episode of this season. Is there anyone left out there who has a mystery to them? 
or, you I know, don't or think we, so. we don't know who they are. I think we know who everybody is now. That's why mm-hmm. Dr. Whale was such a huge thing because who the heck are you? <laughs> yeah, no, I think, you know, other than the lynch mobs, there's, I mean, we don't know. That that kind of makes me wonder, since that was such a big dynamic of season one, getting to know the people in the town and then getting to the, know them out of the town, is the characters in Storybrooke that we know who they are and we know their backstory and everything, are they kind of, kind of going to just slip to the background while we learn about new characters and meet new people that we haven't met yet, background players? I think it would be uh, really nice if we did, because it'd be nice, I mean... There's so many fairy tales and so many people in a lot of them. Like, it would be neat to see how that all has worked out and how the dynamic has transferred between the two mm-hmm. worlds now that they should be embracing both. Yeah, I'm still waiting for, we were promised this season, Storybrooke flashbacks. I'm still waiting on Ooh. those. Ooh, that would be good. Like, you know, so some pre-Emma flashbacks, although... uh well, we'll get to that later when we talk about next week's episode. Oh, yes. There will be spoilers. <laughs> Not yet, though. But yes. um, Enchanted Compass, I know I brought that up earlier. It's my memory fuzzy. Is there actually, like... Is that part of Jack and the Beanstalk, some Enchanted Compass? That is definitely not part okay, of Jack and the Beanstalk. Okay, I just couldn't remember. I was like, is this a thing? And I'm just not remembering well, it. He grabbed a couple things. I know one of them was the golden goose. Yes, I knew. Or the I goose that goose. lays the golden eggs. Right. I don't remember uh, Enchanted Compass or Compass of any sort. Yeah, um, somebody somebody mentioned in an online discussion I was reading that it is from something, but I honestly can't remember what it is. If anyone out there knows... Uh, Please re- tell us. Yeah, yeah. comment on the website, greetingsfromstorybrook.com, or write us at greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com and let or us know. Or tweet us at gfstorybrook. Please. Yes, because uh, I, I can't remember, and now it's killing me. Because I was like, oh, I'll remember that. I won't even bother writing it down. Mm. Always write it down. Yeah, always write, always it, write down. it down. So. Okay, well, you know, when we met the whole group of lost people in the Enchanted Forest, <laughs> yeah. I was really excited because, oh, there's this whole, there's you know, 20, there's Again, this whole 26-year society that we're going to get to learn about. Right. And, you know, Emma and... Uh, snow get in there they're there for a little bit they see the fake lands a lot they roll out and the next time we really get to see them everybody's dead dead. everyone's dead this is a highly murderous episode rip the survivors i guess (laughs) r.i.p the survivors we barely knew ye we didn't even know you gotta wonder how many characters that we've been wanting to see were in there Probably none. Probably none. It yeah, because was... why would they kill them if people want to see them, I guess. Exactly. I, I guess that's also or, why... I mean, they weren't explained, so they could have, in their eyes, killed them. And, you know, if there's mm-hmm. enough of a uproar, I'll bring them back. I, I guess that's also probably why we didn't get to see too much of them. Because they, they knew or, they were or, kill you them know, off. there wasn't a lot of interaction because they knew they were going to kill them off in right. episode. You know, it was just your general villagers. There's mm-hmm. nobody exciting, probably. Which is probably what most of Storybrooke is. Yeah. So, Sleeping Beauty, mm. Mulan, mm. you're boring the crap out of me. Like, seriously, <sighs> Sleeping Beauty, couldn't you have been back at camp? <laughs> There's, so, she's got to have something coming. You the would, two of them have to have something good coming. Well, with, with uh, Aurora, we've already seen her, her, her big story. I know. For the most part. Big well, I guess we've story. we've never we, we didn't, we didn't see beginning. Maleficent put her down. Right. There's no. We haven't but, had the flashback. Mm. But, yeah. But they're 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 useless in this show. Oh, they're dead weight. Yeah. They they they're but just basically there to get Emma and Snow to talk a little more. Like right. And I think honestly, Emma and Snow would talk plenty without them. Probably more mm-hmm. and more interesting discussions. Yeah. It almost makes me think that. You know, ABC had a quota for them to uh, for princesses. <laughs> How many princesses this had to be? Well, not that Mulan's a princess by any. Story. And they weren't ready to get to Ariel yet, so they were like, oh, "I guess we'll get a uh, Sleeping Beauty and then and, and Mulan. Mulan." Disney, who you got for us? <laughs> yeah, it's just I don't know. They're just yeah. so dull, mm-hmm. and. She's got. They got to do something. Yeah, they like they, I can appreciate Mulan and her strength, and you know she was 
okay in her, the first couple episodes because mm-hmm. she was accomplishing something. Yeah, well, the fr- the introductory episode when they were off on their own adventure it was it, better. It, it, I mean, it wasn't great. No. I still wasn't the hugest fan of them, but it, it, it was decent. At least it was interesting. Right. Since then, they're they're basically dead weight. Yeah. I just so, they gotta go. Mm-hmm. They, they gotta, gotta go, go or, or step it up. Yeah. Yeah. Go big or go home. And well, they're already home. So mm-hmm. yeah, something's just gotta happen. Oh. And I haven't heard any major speculation or anything even involving them. Yeah. So maybe they're oh go ahead. Maybe pure speculation. It's all in my head. When they go to back to Storybrooke, they don't go. I could see that. And that's the way to kill them off. <laughs> Get them out of there. But then it's just the two of them. Because <laughs> we've already killed everybody else. Well, that might actually be more interesting if they have to talk to each other. And have <laughs> build a relationship. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so. Oh, that, Yeah. One one point I didn't put on here that I just wanted to address very briefly because the news just broke today. There's another potential for a door in Jefferson's hat. Ooh, what? The Star Wars universe. Oh, God. Because uh, today, uh, it's Tuesday, uh, the 30th of October, it was announced that Disney has bought Star Wars. So not only is there potential for a Marvel Universe store, but there's also a potential for a I Star Wars I want to close store. those doors and I, lock them up tight. I would not be particularly thrilled about that either. I'm not the hugest Star Wars fan, uh, which gets me a lot of uh, crap in the geek community. Yeah. But I, I just I just wanted to point, point out, if you didn't hear about it, uh, one, you were six feet underground you in a bunker. You were not on social media in any way, yeah. shape, or form. It may have gotten more attention than Hurricane Sandy mm-hmm. towards the later part of the day. Yeah. I think everybody was just tired of going, this person doesn't have power. This one's all washed up. Oh, look, there was a giant sale in Hollywood. Well, basically, I, I checked Twitter, and then I went and worked for like 20 minutes, and I came back, and there were 200 new t- tweets in my stream, most of them about the star <laughs> yeah, there was Disney a lot. buying uh, Lucasfilm and Star Wars and all those properties. So I, I just wanted to point out, if you're a fan of Star Wars, it, it's a possibility. I wouldn't expect it this season, but next season. Next season, the one after that. Might get a little uh, Darth Vader in Storybrooke. Luke, I am your father. <laughs> that was really bad. I'm sorry. And Jefferson's hat could go there because there's basically magic there with the Force. There's, a, yeah, you know, that's something the we Force didn't, is totally magic. Something we didn't bring up either that I kind of I meant to touch on back when we were talking about Doctor Frankenstein was the fact that he was so adamant that there wasn't magic in his land. Yeah, but. Yet Jefferson's hat took him there. So, uh, you know, it's basically, if it's not, you know, connected with Oz and everything, I think his land has potential to basically become like a sci-fi land where uh, there, there's science, but it's science such advanced. powerful than magic. Well, it's such advanced science that, or it's so far advanced from anything that can realistically happen scientifically that... It's almost magic. You know that that phrase, uh, any technology sufficiently advanced is indistinguishable from magic. I think that'll be kind of be like the thesis statement for his world. But, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up real quick, too. So, uh, overall, uh, out of seven thumbs up, how many thumbs up do you give it? Seven? What? Um, Oh... And I do five and a pinky. I'll allow it. Five I'll allow five, five and we'll a pinky. Five and a pinky. I, I will give it uh, six and a pinky toe. I really enjoyed it. I, I, I mean, I liked it, but... It didn't, have, it didn't have the energy of some of the other episodes this season, but... but yeah. I really enjoyed uh, learning the background on Dr. Whale. I really liked how they presented him... In you know all three lands, e- even up to and including you know him going into Mister Gold's shop at the end and having to be like, yeah, oh I need, a, I need some magic. magic. 
please. Excuse me, say that again. A little louder. I need <laughs> magic. Put my arm back on. And I, I really liked how in Fairy Tale Land he was. Like I noticed during the episode, he was seemed more monotone a little mm-hmm. bit than everyone else. And then when you go back to his land, it's completely black and white. Right. So I thought I thought that was cool. Yeah, that too. was pretty cool. Okay, now on to the news. Uh, first off, we have the ratings report from this week. Let me get it pulled up here. And uh, I'm I'm sad to say that it, uh, the ratings this week went up. Oh yeah, that's right. They they were up 113 percent from last week. 113. Yeah, basically 13 percent more people watched this week than last week. Oh, I thought it was three. Ooh, that must have been updated since I last looked. Yeah, so uh, and I pulled this from uh, TV by the numbers, uh, leaping over its lead-in by a hundred. Oh no, I'm sorry, I, I misread that. It uh, over its lead-in was 113 percent. I mean, it's still got good numbers, though. Don't worry. Okay. Leaping over its lead-in by 113 percent in adults 18 to 49 and building from start to finish. ABC's Once Upon a Time registered as Sunday's number one scripted broadcast series for the fifth week in a row. That's amazing, by the way. It beat out its non-sports competition from 8 to 9 p.m., drawing a larger overall audience than Amazing Race and beating the CBS Unscripted series by a resounding 42% in adults 18 to 49. Basically, a lot of people watched it. Very good. More so than last week. It's building. It's building. It's building. You'd expect a drop-off at this point. No. Nope. More and more people watching the show all the time, so... Yay, once upon a time. Yay, once upon a time. I like it. That's the ra- ratings report catchphrase. Yay, once upon a time. Yay, once we, upon I think a time. We say it I do not want to have to switch it to boo, once upon a time. So tell your friends. <laughs> um, okay, another thing we wanted to hit on this week, the podcast awards. Mm. Are you familiar? Yes? No? Maybe? If not, you need to be. We aren't nominated, but we're new. We don't expect to be. But our friends over at Once Podcast, um, on Twitter you can find them, at Once Podcast. They are nominated in the entertainment uh, category, Mm -hmm. and we'd like to encourage you to go vote for them. Starting November 1st, you can vote every single day and help, you know, spread the word about how great Once Upon a Time is. Yeah, uh, basically, you know, a a win – if, of an award for Once Upon a Time podcast is good for all Once Upon Once Upon, uh, upon, Once upon a Time podcast. I can't talk tonight. Not at all. And you know, even even though they're up against uh, some friends of mine, I uh, yes, they the, are against some very good friends. <laughs> the, the guys from the NSFW show on Twit. I I I, w- I will probably because you can go and vote once a day. We encourage you to. And I I will probably be throwing at least a few votes their Definitely way. Definitely going to throw a few votes their way. Yeah. So we encourage you to do that as well. Tell your friends. We'll tweet about it probably a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we do want to thank them at Once Podcast because I believe it was last week they put out a list um, of a bunch of Once Upon a Time podcasts and we were included. And I think we did get some new view- er, viewers, <laughs> listeners <laughs> <Readers>. from that, <laughs> listeners, readers, viewers, whoever you are. <laughs> 10,000. Thank you for joining us. Um, however you found us, uh, welcome. So, all right. Some other things that we've got. Okay. I'm going to give you the alert. There's speculation and spoilers coming up. So if you're not a fan of speculation and spoilers, thanks for coming. It's been great having you this week. Well, it was nice being here. It was good being here. I'll talk to you later. (laughs) And they're going to wrap it up. Um, (laughs) But, okay, speculation. This week, speculation um, was out on the Once Upon a Time uh, Reddit that all magic comes from fairy dust, Hmm. which would kind of explain why the dwarves are down there digging like like crazy in the mines trying to Mm -hmm. get some, some fairy dust. Well, the dwarves are a creation of the fairies, so if that was the case, they would know. Right. They would definitely, but it hasn't been revealed. Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, what was it? It says that, like, bad magic doesn't really appear out of nowhere either. If you remember when Cora uh, and Regina are learning their magic or need a little little boost, they sort of inhale out of their magic spell book, and you can see they get 
a vapor or a dust or something. Mm-hmm. And um, it was speculated that perhaps that book was written with an ink that contained fairy dust. Mm. Now, this is very, you know, complex magic at this point, I think. Yeah. But it's kind of, yeah, I think they said that fairy dust is a concentration of magic, but not all magic itself. Like, I like it. I like it a lot. Well, I, I, I've always said if there's someone that's running more games than Rumpelstiltskin, it's, it's the fairies. Yeah. So it, I, I think I think uh, the fairies are going to have a much bigger role as the series progresses. Yeah, they so. really haven't had a terribly large or important role, <laughs> especially this season. Yeah, last, We've seen last season the fairies they... like twice and as mm-hmm. nuns. So last season they had had a pretty big role, you know, but in both places. I mean, they got one of the fairies got her own episode. Uh, they were doing a lot to. They were a huge part of the plan of getting Emma to Storybrooke and trying right. to figure out a way to break, eventually break the curse. So, I mean, they they haven't really got their time to shine this season. Hopefully we'll see no, that soon. Yeah, I think it would be really cool to see them step it up and do something. Like, I feel like they're, I mean, they're just sort of waiting on the dwarfs mm-hmm. to uh, find them some dust. And yeah. You'd think they'd know, you know where there might be a concentration of it or something. <laughs> um, anyway, so there's that. Uh, spoiler! Spoiler! I warn you, this is a spoiler. Um, confirmed to be joining the cast is... Hold on, I don't know how to pronounce names. I'm so bad at that. Where did it go? Ethan Embry. That's not, right. I'm not familiar. Are you familiar? I, I am familiar with the name... I'm sure. Yeah, I think I've seen him in something before, but uh, not uh, Grey's Anatomy, which. Yeah, I was about right? to say, he was on Grey's Anatomy, so if that does anything for you, I've never even seen an episode. Though it says he was in Can't Hardly Wait, so I kind of want to go watch that again and <laughs> relive it, because I think he was. Wasn't he the main guy? Looking at that picture. You're looking at the picture? Uh, yeah, I'm looking at the picture. Wasn't he like the, the, the geeky dude? Maybe. I yeah. think it might have been him. I mean, it's mm-hmm. now been like 12, 13 years since Can't Hardly Wait. So it's about right. Mm-hmm. Either way, um, if you'd like to tell us who he actually is or something <laughs> about him or who you think he's going to be because they haven't said who, who he is. Yet. Um, some people are speculating Bay. Some people are speculating which Peter I don't Pan. Think he's not Bay. He could be Jack. He could be Jack. Who knows? We do but... need a jack, and usually they reveal, you know, somebody that's been added right before we actually mm. see them. Yeah. So that could be good. Um. So and then in then this last one, we're just going to sum it up here really quick. Basically, they they revealed some pictures from the set, and we'll we'll roll this into a conversation about next week's episode too. Definitely pictures from the set with a, a young Emma who actually looks twenty eight, um, which and, means she's really supposed to be eighteen. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. And a Better. mystery, the mystery man from the first episode of this season in a flashback in next week's episode, Tallahassee. Tallahassee. So basically, next week's episode is going to be Jack and the Beanstalk with uh, Jorge Garcia from Lost as right. the giant. Of course, they had to pull in some Lost people. Oh, anytime they can, they pull in Lost people, mm. which Bread is cool. And Bread and butter. <laughs> but it, it'll have him as the giant for their big Beanstalk adventure, and then the B story will be a flashback to Emma's time I before Storybrooke. See the Emma's time. So a lot of people are saying this kind of points to the to the mystery man possibly being Henry's father. He's got to be. Mm-hmm. Henry needs a father. Yeah. He's got well, a grandpa uh, doing pretty good. I mean, but... he's he's going to show up eventually. It's just a matter of who and when. And right. you know, but I think August if you go back her timeline that we've already done. Mm-hmm. Tallahassee is when it would have happened. It would have happened. Yeah, so. So yeah, it's looking like we we now have met him, but he definitely already has a magic connection. Mm-hmm. Which could be interesting. We shall see. I've, I I kind of still like the theory that he's well. Obviously, 
this doesn't matter as far as whether he's Henry's father or not. But I still kind of like the theory theory that he's Bay. Some people are saying he's uh, or not the Mad Hatter. um, March Hare. March Hare. That's it. Yeah. That he's connected to Wonderland, but we'll see next week. I and maybe we'll see the greetings from Storybrooke uh, postcard. Again <gasps> I want to see our postcard. That was so exciting. I need a better shot of it. Yeah, you got a good shot. Yeah. Okay. Um. And this week we actually got some new listener feedback. Very exciting to have somebody Woo. new. Not that we don't love you, Win. Um. <laughs> But this week, um, we got a couple of messages from Nani. All right. Her first one was, uh, just wanted to say, I recently discovered your podcast and I'm enjoying the recaps and reviews. I've not yet listened to Crocodile yet because I'm catching up on your episodes. That said, I dislikes Hook. To me, this is just a schoolyard bully. Picking on the nerds and the weaker and the different kids with his band of bullies. He can only be brave with an audience. I do not like characters and people that break up a family and cause abandonment of children. Even the second scene with Rumple Dark One bumps into him in the tavern. Hook once again starts calling names and picking a fight with the cripple. Surprise, he picked a fight with the wrong guy. A bigger bully than Hook. <laughs> I'm aware that Hook and Mila probably loved each other. But they were both selfish, self-serving twits. The cheerleader and the football star. Like I said, schoolyard bullies. I'm aware that a lot of people will disagree with me, but I do not care. Okay. And- yeah, I, 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 I will say I, I see your point with Hook. Um, I, I, th- I think uh, Mila has probably a bigger share of the blame in that whole I, situation. I think so. but Like, I mean, they, they, there was a history of her being cruel to rumple before hook ever showed up hook even though they might have had true love you know her and hook might have had true love hook was an excuse for her exactly he was he was her escape and maybe i mean hook's a pirate obviously he's a bad guy but maybe he might not be shaping up to be one of the big villains this season if rumple hadn't retaliated the way he did exactly so we'll Um. see in Nani's second note, um, she helped fill in some of the gaps we had from last week. So thank <laughs> you. Uh, we haven't had the time to sit down and actually rewatch last season recently. Mm-hmm. So you're helping us pull it all together. Um, on the break. On the break, we'll get to that. Yes. When there's the break, we're definitely going to go through and do that. Um, dream sequence. Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Belle meet the dwarves in the tavern scene back in season one in Skin Deep? When the EQ then grabbed her up and imprisoned her. EQ it's for evil queen. Evil queen. Sorry. I missed that memo. Um, <laughs> now that you put that, now I remember it. Yep. So yep. That happened. You. That's what we needed. Um, Although it still doesn't necessarily explain how she knew Grumpy's storybook form. It's all fuzzy. Yeah. Because she obviously hasn't gone out. Mm-hmm. Well, now she has. Now she has. Now she's, you know, having hamburgers. <laughs> but I she see. she had seen Grumpy before. Yes, she had seen him before. And he does look quite stylish in that outfit that he wears in Storybrooke. So I could totally see someone just assuming that's what he would be wearing, too. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Belle's father. I think he had guilt over letting his daughter sacrifice herself for the kingdom and for him during the Second Ogre Wars. He belatedly feels he should protect her even if it was from herself i also do not think no that's mo uh mo mother of the year um anyway realizes that gold beat him he does not know about the lies evil queen told about bell being killed by preachers trying to cleanse her soul i can't think of the moment yeah, it's like your abbreviations we, are smarter than me. I'm sorry. Hold on, I'll try and figure it out. Go ahead and okay. Um, next, Prince Charming was not helping Gold as much as he was looking for a missing person, Belle. I do not think he would have looked, except for the fact that Belle had been a patient and captive so long and might be considered a weak person. Some would consider her as challenged. Mm. But he doesn't really. Charming didn't really know anything about her. I mean, yeah. did Rumple really sit there and give him the whole spiel? 
while trying to convince him to go look for her? No, not really. Although uh, Charming did kind of seem to know that he, he, well, I guess Rumple had told him before that he had been in love. So Right. We knew that. Yeah. By the way, Mo is Belle's father, Mo French. Aha! That was, a, again, an episode last season where he was featured. <laughs> really need to watch these again. I know. Being outsmarted by our listeners. <laughs> um, let's see. Jefferson's hat. Emma made a hat, and if she brings magic to Storybrooke, she probably gave magic to the hat she made. I'm sure that there was some magic in there, and now it mm. sort of can be reactivated. There might have been some magic in that old silk hat they found. Please don't. I was watching that tonight at work. <laughs> Not kidding. Um, so again, thank you, Nani. Yes, oh, thank you And very one much, last Nani. spoiler, Red and Ruby. Her story is Child of the Moon, which I believe, is that next week? Is it? Or two weeks. Two weeks. I would assume two weeks. Two weeks, yes, because it's episode seven. Mm-hmm. I, of course, had to look it up as soon as I saw. I was like, "Ooh, spoilers!" Okay, um, before we get out of here, no, yes, and this is going to be thirty seconds. Wrap it up, real quick. Wrap it up. My personal theory: Bay is Peter Pan, and the kids from the foster home that August ran away with are the Lost Boys. Boom. That's my theory. I don't want to discuss it. I don't want to. I just want to throw it out there. I like it, but. If you if if you appreciate that theory and you have some ideas on that theory, you can write us at greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com or go to our website, greetingsfromstorybrook.com, and let us know what you think about that theory. Uh, let us know any ideas you have about Anything that theory. I do have stuff backing me up on it, but I want to hear what you guys have to say first. Definitely. Or if you get a chance, hit us up on Twitter at GF Storybrooke. Mm-hmm. We're on Facebook. We're on Google Plus. We're we're everywhere. Yeah, everywhere you want to be. And the more people we have, the more active we are with it. <laughs> Facebook's been a little slaggy, but I think we only have like eighteen likes or something. Yeah, you can get all links to all that on the website. And also, we were talking about in the off time uh, doing some character profiles. So. Also, let us know what characters you'd like us to profile. Devote an episode to talking about yes. their backstory, what they've been through, what they've done, what we think about them, all of that. You can save Rumpel. We'll definitely do Rumpel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rumpel may be the first one, but we want to hear uh, what you guys want to uh, hear us talk about, too. We're here too. for you. Well, anyway, that's about it for this week, and we'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, greetings, greetings from, from Storybrooke. Storybrook.